So, week two, and I am filming another episode, Who Am I? Um, But thank you to everybody who sent me messages about last week's episode. It's just lovely to hear from people who have listened to the podcast and actually feel that you were it related to you and that's exactly what I'm trying to do I just want people to feel less alone whilst you're running your businesses because I know for myself that's kind of one of the loneliest things that I do because sometimes even though I'm in a really good relationship with my partner who tries to understand everything I think some people who've never run a business really do find it hard to understand So for me, having somewhere to come and listen to things that I find relatable are kind of what keep me going. And again, this is where sort of last year I spent a lot of time listening to different podcasts and different self-help books, trying to get some help from somewhere to help me get through what I was feeling because I kind of felt like I was doing so many things wrong um, because I just felt like things weren't happening the way I wanted them to. So I'm like, I must be doing something wrong. There's got to be some answers out there somewhere. So I spent a lot of time listening to podcasts, reading books, you know, different courses, hoping somewhere that I would find something that kind of gave me the answers that I was looking for. Um, I've come to realise there's actually no real answer. There isn't an answer, unfortunately. Um, It's just a case of kind of working through all the things that we do and just trying to make it, you know, part of our lives without disrupting it all too much. So um, this week, I think I'm going to sort of follow on from last week's episode by talking about how we find a bit of balance in our lives, because I think as business owners, this is the thing we struggle with the most. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you seven tips to a more balanced life. I say seven, I think there's actually only six, but we'll go with it anyway. Um, so where do we start to live a more balanced life? So I think the first thing is like, you've got to figure out what's most important to you. So at different times of your life, different things are going to become more important to you. So whether it might be your health or your family or your friendships or relationships or whatever, like different areas of your life kind of need different levels of input at different times. So I think it depends, you know, where you feel something isn't where you're lacking something, I guess, as to where you need to focus your energy. Um, So I think figuring out where those areas are um, is the first thing to kind of where you find a bit of balance. Because I think if you're trying to put energy in the wrong places, you're going to feel unbalanced because those things that need your energy aren't getting it. So you're just going to become more stressed because you're not dealing with the things that actually need dealing with. So I think figuring out what's most important to you. Um, I love to do mind dumps. I get a piece of paper. I write down all the key areas of my life and I write down what comes to mind about each area, each of those areas, because then that helps me kind of gain a bit of clarity to where I'm feeling overwhelmed. Because sometimes I think when you're just feeling all over the place, you kind of just think everything's shit and you're like, oh, do you know what? I can't be fucking bothered. Everything's crap anyway. So what's the point? But when you start stripping it back, actually, it tends to be one area that, you know, is is the problem. So that's the bit that you need to work on. So figuring out what's most important to you is kind of the first thing because everything else will kind of stem from there. Um, And then investing into sort of like automated tools where possibly to deal with your workload. So for me, I love Meta Business. The Meta Business on Facebook these days has become so much better. Like you can kind of do everything all in one place. You can have a planner on there. So you can plan all your social media content, your stories, your reels, 
everything it's just such a good a good little all-rounder for a small business if you're just on your own and you don't have teams of marketing people and you know like we can't all afford social media experts and stuff like that doing all our work so as we do it all Meta Business for me is such a good place to sit down either once a month or once a week and get all my work planned. I love Canva. Canva is amazing. Sign up to the pro version because it just gives you better access to stuff. But it gives you so many preloaded design ideas. If you're not very good at that stuff, it will give you so many kind of preloaded designs. Try and not go for like just a copy and paste version of what they've got because sometimes it can look a little bit too samey when you're going through Facebook sometimes you feel like everyone's posts sort of look the same whereas everyone's just using a Canva a Canva option or template or whatever so maybe try and design your own if you can if you're any good at that stuff but Canva and Meta Business can really just deal with your whole marketing for your salon absolutely love those um and you know, booking systems. If you are a small business, a salon, any kind of service industry where people book your time, getting yourself a automated booking system, like it saves so much of your time of communicating with clients and back and forth in about booking appointments and they're missing it. And, you know, you then lose that appointment. So by being able to direct them to a booking system, I use Timely. I absolutely love it for me. I tried a different one um, last year and it was just an absolute nightmare. It didn't work for me at all. So Timely is brilliant. If you, again, small salon business, we manage our stock on there. It sends out text reminders to our clients they can book online so you can set yourself a deposit fee, which is amazing because, you know, that kind of helps stop with your no-shows. Um, so that's for me, saves so much because if somebody asks for an appointment, you know, if somebody messages me, I will just give them a booking link and say, pop on there and book yourself into whatever's convenient for you. So I think, again, if you're a little one-man band, it is just vital that you get a booking system that you can direct people to and they can choose their own booking slots. Um, and I think a big, big one for me, and this is something I've really had to work on for myself and I've kind of been really bad at it over the years, but something this year I've really sort of had to nail and it is setting boundaries. Um, it's it's just making the time for you to enjoy the things that you want to enjoy and being able to shut off in the evening and just have a bit of a downtime. So for me, I wouldn't do this. I would come home from work and I'd get on the laptop and I'd start working and I'd work till I felt tired and then I'd go to bed and my brain didn't switch off. So didn't get a very good night's sleep. I wasn't spending quality time with my family. Um, you know, like my weekends, I wasn't getting a weekend because I was thinking, oh God, I've got to be working. I've got to be doing this. You know, if I'm not doing it, then I'm not doing it right. And, you know, the books say I should be like, this should be my life. So I felt like I didn't have a life away from the salon or my businesses or anything else. So setting some boundaries of actual work time is so important. Um, so now I have a day a week that I actually physically go to my salon, although I don't do hair, I go to the salon on a Tuesday and I sit in the salon and I do my admin because I feel like I'm not disciplined enough to do it at home because I just get, you know, sidetracked with a bit of loose women or washing or whatever. Um, so go into the salon and just sit in there 
and doing my work in the salon. I can talk to the girls about things that come up. I can deal with things as they come up in the salon. So that gives me one really good admin day to get things like marketing done, figures done, anything like that, anything I need to do. Um, then on a Thursday is my kind of day off work day. So again, I'm doing admin. That's my day where I plan things in for the salon. But what it stopped me doing is doing all this work in an evening. So then I'm not coming home and feeling like I'm supposed to be working because I've got all this work to do. I'm absolutely knackered, so I can't do it. So then I don't bother doing it. It doesn't get done. So then I've got people down my neck because I'm not doing the things I'm supposed to be doing. And then I feel an absolute failure and like, what the, you know, what am I doing? This is crap anyway. So having those boundaries and those set work days are are vital when you're running your small business and you know you can't physically be doing the hands-on stuff all the time I know that's where you make money but actually you are going to make more money by just managing the business better getting your marketing done properly managing your appointments better and instead of just frantically like booking stuff in because you're trying to get money into the business just planning it all a little bit better um and another thing with boundaries is you know just don't be afraid to say no to people I think sometimes again as a small business owner you're petrified to say I can't do that I can't do that time or yeah don't worry I'll stay late to do it because you're scared to lose the business you've got to create your working hours and only put people in in those working hours if you start allowing people to just be like oh I'll just do this and I'll do that then they just become used to you doing that so they don't need to plan that into their life because they know that you're going to squeeze them in like you need to to have your working hours you know your hours are valuable book them in in your day and the set hours that you're in the salon or your business to work um and scheduling in personal time this is you know what I've really done this year for me is scheduled in my personal time Friday is my day that I don't work I love to go to the gym I then go and do my food shopping then I come home I do my housework I go and pick my little boy up from school and that's it Friday that is it for me then I'm in that sort of weekend mode I feel like I slow down and I love it you know I feel like I've started to enjoy cooking again and you know I get up on a Saturday morning I feel like it's a Saturday I love a Sunday and I just wasn't enjoying any of those days because I was kind of getting up and everything was just bleeding into one massive like uh, frantic I've got to be doing this I've got to be doing that I need to work on this just give me an hour to do that it was it was just stupid you know it's just not sustainable so creating some personal time and just not working 24 7 don't feel bad for taking a bit of time out and just turning your phone off if you have to but just switching off because you know your mental health isn't going to thank you if you don't do it anyway um and avoid getting caught up in busyness. This is something I do a lot, okay? Getting caught up in busy crap. I will think, right, I've got all this work to do. So again, on my Tuesdays, this is what I used to do when I was working from home, is I'd, you know, think, I'll oh, clear out my emails and then waste an hour just going through crap emails or, you know, oh, I'll sort out this drawer because, you know, it's me working. I'm in the office and I'm working. But I wasn't doing anything that actually contributed towards building the business. So stopping yourself feeling um, accomplished because you've done something that you think is, well, I've cleared out that drawer today. This feels amazing. I've cleared my desk today. This feels amazing. I've cleared my inbox of all my emails. That's amazing. So you feel fulfilled because you've completed a task. 
but you actually haven't done anything that really is kind of moving your business along. You haven't done the marketing because that's a bit painstaking, you know, let's be honest. You haven't done the accounts because you can't be asked and who wants to look at what money they have or haven't got coming in. Um, You know, you put off the stuff that really needs your attention to give yourself the jobs that are like instant gratification. So stop focusing on those crappy little jobs and just get on it. There's a really good book, um, Brian Tracy, Eat That Frog, and it talks about the big crappy jobs you don't want to do. Get them done first when you're, you know, all sort of fired up for work mode. Get them done and then you'll just feel more fulfilled. And you'll feel that your business does actually start to move forward a little bit because you are actually doing things that, you know, are going to make you money and just make your life a little bit easier to, to manage. Um, recognizing your limitations. Jesus Christ, I should write a book on this. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm really, really bad at this. I, I think I can do it all. I want to do it all, but really I can't, you know, and as business owners, we are queen of just give it me. I can do it. Nobody does it like you. And no, they probably can't. When it comes to your own business, no one is ever going to love it like you do. Nobody's ever going to do it like you do. But if you get yourself the right team and you show them what you want doing and how you want it done and you delegate some tasks, you'll be surprised that actually it can get done how you want it done. It's all just you taking that pressure off yourself and allowing other people to do stuff. I'm so bad at this stuff as well. Um, But you know, even at home, allowing people to do other things, you cannot physically do it all. And I've done this, I burnt myself out I make myself feel crap because I think I can do it all. I try and juggle 50 plates. I don't do anything properly or don't complete it. So therefore, again, I feel a failure because I'm like, well, I didn't do that very well because I was just trying to do everything or, you know, I didn't finish that because I couldn't because I shouldn't have even been doing it in the first place. You know, I had no time to do it. So just stopping, recognizing your limitations Focusing what's important again, you know, what is most important to you at this time? What do you really want to achieve at this time? And then focusing your energy on just one thing. Trying to do it properly is going to get you further than trying to do a million things not very well. Um, so that's my little daily tips. I swear there's only six of them. Um, but your daily routines, making sure they are healthier and more manageable and you're not overloading yourself all the time um my daily routines were really really bad last year as I said you know I was getting up at ridiculous hours trying to do it all trying to be everything to everybody and ultimately just ended up being nothing to anybody because I just ended up shutting down stopped communicating with my friends because I just felt really inverted I felt like nobody understood how I felt you know, my health was really bad. My partner, you know, our relationship, we started to like, I started to get a bit distant from it because I'm just like, nobody understands how I feel. And, you know, I'm pushing away the things that are most important to me because I'm trying to create a life that's meant to be better for all of us, but actually isn't very good for anybody because I'm not, my time just isn't there. I haven't got the time to share with people. Um, So just try not to overload yourself on a daily basis, really. And to just kind of creating a balanced life, I think, you know, is the most important thing for all of us. I think we need to cut ourselves some slack and just enjoy what we've got. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's made sense. I hope I haven't spoken too fast because I have a bit of a, a 
you know, a thing of doing that when I get on a bit of a tangent, I start speaking way too much. Um, if you need any more information, I've got a website, a little website. It's called lifeofkathyb.com. So you can head over to there. I do have some printables on there that you can print yourself off. I've got like a mind map on there. Um, I've got some of my workshops coming up, so I'm going to be putting those on there. Um, but you can also, and please, if you like this podcast, could you rate, review and subscribe to it? Because it helps it get a little bit more noticed and just helps it sort of keep going. So if you do enjoy it, then please give it a little subscribe for me. Um, but also share me on your social medias, please, just because it helps to get it out to more people who actually need it. Because that is the whole point of this is to try and reach as many people who need this help. Um, you know, as I said, it's a real lonely little journey. So the more people we can get benefiting from just knowing that you're not alone and the things that you go through aren't just you going through them, then that is the aim of what we're trying to do here. So thank you so much for listening. I will be back next week as I am doing this. I will be back next week with another episode. Um, Also, if there is anything that you kind of would want me to cover, if you think there's something that you would be interested to hear about, feel free to drop me a message. You can do that on my Instagram, which is at Life of Kathy B. Um, And, you know, hopefully I can help you and do an episode on something that maybe you might be wanting to listen to. So thank you very much. And I will see you next week.